This is Tina Douglas, and you're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast with your host, my husband, Liam Douglas. Enjoy! Greetings, everybody. You're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Liam Douglas, and this is episode 360. In today's episode, I want to talk a bit about the latest happenings in the camera world and what they might mean for us shooters. So recently, Sony released the A6700, which is their top-of-the-line APS-C body, and successor to the extremely popular A6600. Now, this new body is in a rangefinder styling, similar to many of Fujifilm's bodies, and like Fujifilm, it sports a 26-megapixel sensor. It also has 5-axis IBIS built in, as well as an electronic shutter, of course. Now, many of the specs are a nice bump from the A6600, but I don't see how it would be a real challenger to the Fujifilm line, as Fujifilm has the X-H2S with a stacked 26-megapixel sensor. But here are the key features for this body from B&H.com. 26-megapixel Exmor R APS-C BSI CMOS sensor. The Bionez XR image processor, UHD 4K at 120p, and Full HD at 240p, 10-bit 422. Up to 11 frames per second shooting with an ISO range of 100 5-axis pixel-level image stabilization, real-time tracking AF for stills and video, 759-point phase detection autofocus with 93% coverage, S-Log3, S-Gamut3, S-Syntone, user LUTs, internal mic plus inputs, USB streaming, a 3-inch 1.03 million dot very angle LCD touchscreen. So as you can see, although it is a great camera with a lot to offer, it doesn't really compete head-to-head with Fujifilm's latest offerings. It does have a nice price tag of $1,400 US, but that still puts it in the same realm as many of the Fujifilm bodies. Now, the X-H2S is a bit more expensive, but you also get much more in that camera than in the A6700. You get the stacked 26-megapixel sensor and the dual-card slots and the fifth-generation processor for better AF performance and so on and so forth. Plus, the X-H2S has seriously bumped-up video specs for those of you that do vlogging and stuff like that. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the A6700 is not a good camera. It absolutely is. I just don't really see it as much of a challenger to the APS-C crown that Fujifilm has held on to for quite some time now. Now, the word is also out on the next Fujifilm X Summit, which is currently scheduled for September 12th, 2023, and Fujifilm is expected to announce the next GFX100 body at that time. 
Now, for me personally, I'm still not sure why Fujifilm felt the need to release their third GFX100 body already when they still have not released a second body in the 50R line as of yet. Now, we currently don't have any detailed specs on this new body yet, but I am assuming it will sport the same 102 megapixel sensor, but maybe this time with the newer 5th generation processor that the latest X bodies have. Now, I'm also assuming they will call this model the GFX 100T for the third, similar to what they did with the naming on the X100V line and that they seem to be following currently for the GFX 100 line, with the first one simply called the GFX 100 and the second one called the GFX 100S for second. Now, additionally, Patrick from Fuji Rumors states that according to his sources, the next X100 camera will be released during the first quarter of 2024. And there is much speculation on what this one might have and what it might be called. Now, I told Patrick that as far as naming, I think it could be called the X100R since Roku is the Japanese word for six. And this would be the sixth body in that line. Now, it is also extremely possible, as Patrick thinks, that they might just simply call it the X100VI for Roman numeral six. But I guess we'll have to wait until next year to find out for sure, unless they make a development announcement during the September 12th X Summit. But I don't know if they will. Now, again, for this new body, we have no details as of yet on any of the specs. But I'm thinking Fujifilm should bring back the D-pad on the back, up the ND filter to eight stops, and change the current 26 megapixel sensor for the new stack sensor in the X-H2S, and add the new fifth generation processor as well. Now, realistically they most likely will not give it the stack sensor as those sensors are expensive and would most likely drive the price of the camera up to over $2,000. And many think that at $1,400 is already pushing it for pricing for what's basically a high-end point-and-shoot camera. Now, most likely we will see the same setup as the XS20 with the existing 26 megapixel sensor and the addition of the fifth generation processor for better AF performance. Now, another thing that would be nice would be ditching the smaller battery for the considerably larger NPW235 like they did in the XS20 so that the camera has more battery life. But as in the XS20, it meant increasing the size of the hand grip. I'm not too sure how X100 fans would feel about that increase in size on the right-hand side of the camera. Although, plenty of X100 shooters have complained about the battery life on the X100 line. So these are the latest, most interesting happenings in the camera world right now. I know this is a short episode, but I have only, I've been really slammed with my new IT job lately, so I've not had as much time to piece together a longer episode for today. I did want to remind you to enter my latest contest on my YouTube channel for your chance to win a Viltrox AF 75mm f1.2 Pro lens for the Fujifilm X-Mount. You can find all the details in any of my latest videos, 
and the contest is getting close to ending as the channel is currently at 9,481 subscribers as of this recording. Now, I did also want to take the time to thank all of you who have subscribed to the channel already and recommend that you share the channel out on your social media and ask your friends and followers to subscribe as well. Remember to check out the Liam Photography Podcast Facebook group. It is a private group and you must answer a security question to join, which is the name of the host of the show, myself, Liam. And I've also opened it up to allow you to give the name of a previous guest on the show to show that you are a listener. Once you're in the group, you are free to post your own original work. I'm also the admin of the Fujifilm GFX 50R group, which is the largest group for the 50R on Facebook. If you own or plan to own the 50R, you can request to join that group, but you do have to answer two security questions to join that group. You can find my work at liamphotography.net and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at liamphotoatl. If you like abandoned buildings and history, you can find my projects at forgottenpiecesofgeorgia.com and forgottenpiecesofpennsylvania.com. All right, that's going to wrap up episode 360 of the Liam Photography Podcast. I want to thank all of my listeners once again for subscribing, rating, and reviewing in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you might be getting your podcast. If you're not currently a subscriber, why not? It's absolutely free. doesn't cost you a dime. All you have to do is take the time to click that subscribe button in your favorite podcasting app and you will be subscribed. And as of this episode, I have 361 total episodes that you can go back and listen to at your leisure. No worries about listening to it at work or in front of your kids. It is a family-friendly uh, show with no explicit language. Now, for next Thursday's episode, I will do my best to put together a substantially longer episode for my listeners. I do also need to work on getting some more guests on the show. I know Ellie Ringo has been wanting to come back on, but it's been a little bit tricky syncing our schedules up because she's been doing a lot of stuff lately. Uh, but hopefully we can get her on again soon, as well as maybe Dave Kelly as well. Uh, do want to thank all of my recent guests for coming back on the show. Uh, Larry Tiefenbrunn from Platypod, as well as Jesse Fireisen, and Chris and Jordan from Petapixel's YouTube channel. Now, also remember to subscribe to my YouTube channel, hit all notifications, get your entry in now for that contest before it ends, because it is coming to a close very quickly. And again, thank you to all of you who have subscribed to the channel, and good luck with your chance to win that Viltrox 75mm lens for the Fujifilm X-Mount. All right, that's it for this one, folks. I will see you all again on Sunday.